podcast. It's our 13th episode, and today is Tuesday, October 11th, 2011. And with me today, who do I have here? Francesca, your sister. Francesca, you're back. I'm so excited. <laughs> we haven't done a podcast together for, I guess, since the Gilmore Girls one we did. Yeah. Um, when we did our little commentary experiment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um which was super fun. And actually, I watched a Gilmore Girls episode last night mm. because I'm planning a uh, Halloween, a list of favorite Halloween episodes for the blog. Oh, cool. Yeah. So um, people can check that out in the next few days once I write it. <laughs> <laughs> but there is a Gilmore Girls one, which is so exciting. Um, but today, we're actually going to talk about some of the new fall television shows because we haven't really had time to check in on, on all the new stuff that has come out. And so we can kind of see like what we like. Uh, what I've seen. <laughs> what Francesca has actually watched. So that's fine. If it's fine that you haven't watched everything, obviously. We don't expect that from you. <laughs> um, so we can kind of just talk about the pilots if that's all you've seen, and that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought we should start with the CW because, uh, obviously, you know, that's our stuff we love. So did you watch Heart of Dixie, the pilot yet? No. You didn't? I haven't seen it. I don't think you reminded me about it. (laughs) Um, to the podcast listing audience, I probably sent her 10 texts. Who knows? Um. And to shame you further, mom, like, texts me about it all the time, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm watching Summer's new show. She, <laughs> she already has a date with, like, Aunt Nancy to weekly go and watch it with her. Oh, funny. <laughs> she's like, yeah, she's in um, – Summer is in, uh, is in Mississippi. <laughs> like, <laughs> but anyways, okay, what we're talking about is Heart of Dixie, which is Rachel Bilson's new show where she's a small – uh, she's a big city girl, moves to a small town um, in Alabama, Bluebell, Alabama. So, Francesca, eventually you will watch it. Yeah. But is I, she, I, do you I, like I, her on the show? Does she? It's okay. Is in she... the very first scene with her, she says, ooh, like summer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a lot of summer. And when I say summer, some poor, uh, you know, neglected people who are listening may have never seen the OC and may not know what we're talking about, but um, Rachel Bilson played Summer Roberts on the OC and we love her. Mm-hmm. Um, she suffers from rage blackouts, but you know, that just makes me love her more. Uh, and so she is very summer-esque and it's kind of, she seems way more LA than New York. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she's supposed to be this New York doctor. And she, I think she's believable as a doctor. Cause I mean, she's 30 years old now and it's mm-hmm. like, you know, she's the age. I mean, that you're supposed to be, to have just finished, like, her residency. Yeah. Um, the only thing is it's just it is very summer sometimes. and Sometimes mm-hmm. it doesn't quite seem to fit the character. Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit, like, I felt actually in the pilot she was great. I loved her in the pilot. Her outfits are amazing for Jessica, and you'll love all her outfits. Mm-hmm. They're so cute. And, um, and, and, in fact, her style kind of reminds me of you a little bit, like her little cute outfits that she wears. Mm-hmm. Um but then in the second episode, it started to, I don't know, the second episode I didn't think was as strong as the first one. And then there was a third episode last night, which I didn't watch. Okay. So you have three episodes to catch up on, Franny. Okay. Um, <laughs> it also has uh, Scott Porter from Friday Night Lights, mm-hmm. you know, J- Jason Street. Yeah. And he is, oh, he's so adorable on the show. 
Um, but he has this horrible fiance named Lemon who I can't even handle. You know, her normally I like Lemon. Her name is Lemon, and get this: her name is Lemon, and all she wears is yellow. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Clever. Um, she's not exactly the most creative person. <laughs> um, and she's the daughter of the other doctor who is like currently um, Rachel Bilson's nemesis. Oh. Um, she, her character's name on the show is Zoe Hart, so I have to stop calling her Summer and call her Zoe, but that's hard because she's just so Summer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, I'm, I'm definitely liking the show. Like I thought the pilot was, was adorable, so great. I'm not as sure about the long-term potential, but it's kind of, they film it now. Like I guess the first episode was filmed somewhere else, but Second onward, they're filming on the old WB lot, like um, the old Stars Hollow. So it's got some Stars Hollow-esque aspects. Mm -hmm. And because it's like a quirky small town, it kind of feels a little bit Stars Hollow. So I like that aspect of it. That's cool. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's cute. And I definitely want to keep on watching. And we'll see how things go. Um, I'm a little bit behind. um, And I I think you'll enjoy it eventually. Yeah, I should DVR it. it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm just really excited to see, to see Rachel Wilson back on TV. Cause I mean, were you as big of a summer fan as I was? Um, I, mean, I, I liked summer. I can't remember how big of a summer fan you were. Well, she was my favorite part of the show and she's on my blog header, but you yeah. never read my, so you wouldn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes, sure. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I always, I just love Summer. She, she's kind of got that Cordelia thing going on, you know? Yeah. The the superficial girl who actually is uh, deep underneath, you know? Mm-hmm. So I, I love her. So I'm definitely, you know, thumbs up to Heart of Dixie, and I'm, but I'm not like, you know, it's not, it's still in the beginning stages, so we'll mm-hmm. see how it goes. Yeah. And then the other new show I've been watching on the CW is Ringer, mm-hmm. which, Chaska, you know a lot about Ringer because you went to Comic-Con. Yes. You know? I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're so in the know. <laughs> um, yeah, so Francesca and I, this summer, we went to San Diego Comic-Con, and we went to the Ringer panel, and it was so much fun. And I think we, we maybe all got carried away with the excitement of what the show would be. And then you actually see what the show is and you're kind of like, Oh, well it seems so much more exciting. (laughs) I think that they made it seem, and I I think that maybe they just haven't showed us all of the twists and turns, but like he was saying, it's like more complicated than lost. Like every door is another mystery. And I'm like sitting there watching it. Like where, where's the mystery? I just, (laughs) I feel like they're doing a good job answering everything. Um, they're not well, like keeping you. We should probably establish how many episodes you've seen because there have been I've a couple. Seen all of them. You watched um, the the birthday episode. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And there's a new one on tonight. Okay. Are you DVRing it? Yeah, it's on my DVR. Exciting. And I love the episode titles because the episode tonight is called um, "A Whole New Kind of Bitch," mm. and the one before was "It's Gonna Kill Me, But I'll Do It." And then oh wait, that... for a second while you're talking about episode titles. Um, what in the world is up with the episode titles of the Sam Crow show? Because I don't oh. know any of <laughs> they them. Make, they make no sense. Are they Latin? Are they in another language? Um, which 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 one are you talking I about? I just any of them. I'm like, I don't know. Everywhere we left off, I'm like, is it 
Bon Yomi Yomi or <laughs> for our listeners, Francesca, when she says Sam Crow Show, she's talking about Sons of Anarchy, um, yes. my latest obsession. People might know that I'm completely <laughs> obsessed with that show. We also How- saw that panel at Comic Con. We also saw that panel. Like we are so we are so ahead of the curve with our, <laughs> our Comic Con paneling. Um, so. Yeah, they're, they have obscure titles, but I can't, I don't know which one you're talking about. I just feel like all of them are so weird. Like, it must be in another language. <laughs> they make no sense Sometimes they're, like, code. Like, for example, in season three, the first and last episode of the season were, you know how, um, you know how, um, what's his name, cute boy that we love, yeah. has the big rings and they, yeah. they spell out sons yeah. and so the first episode of the season is so and the last episode is ns mm. because those are the letters of her yeah ring. but no this is like season two and stuff but okay yeah, i don't know i guess yeah, i don't know i guess it's like cleverness <laughs> <laughs> okay so anyway so what are the titles of ringer Oh, okay. Well, they're just kind of like fun and ditchy. They seem like the kind of show of title for like a fun show. And I think part of it is that maybe Ringer hasn't been able to kind of let loose and be kind of the fun, campy pleasure that revenge is. Like a lot of people are comparing Ringer to revenge and saying Ringer is just not as good. Mm. Um, but yeah, they're called, okay. Their episode two was called She's Ruining Everything, which is, you know, what Siobhan, Siobhan sorry, what Siobhan says at the end of the episode, because all her money gets stolen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's ruining everything. Um, and then if you ever want a French lesson, which is, you know, Siobhan uh, flirting with the cute boy, yeah. um, and it's going to kill me, but I'll do it, which is the line from Bayes. And then tonight's episode is a whole new kind of bitch. Mm. So I just kind of think they're kind of fun. But I feel like the show needs to embrace a little bit more of the fun campiness of it, you know, yeah. a little bit more, like just be a little bit more bitchy and fun, which I think kind of like Siobhan's end of the story is sort of there, but Bridget's is not. Mm-hmm. Like what Siobhan's doing in Paris is all crazy. Like, oh my God, when Siobhan comes out at the end of episode two to go get her money like from the bank and she's wearing that hat, <laughs> <laughs> she's like speaking French and the way she's dressed and everything, it was totally like Catherine from Cruel Intentions or something. I don't uh... know. She seems like she's totally got that uber bitch go- thing going on, which is super fun for like a soap kind of show yeah so I kind of feel like that has a lot of potential to be fun because Sarah Michelle Gellar playing that role of totally being a a bitch she's really good at that um which we never saw in Buffy because she's like the nice girl on Buffy but um you know originally she tried out for the part of Cordelia Mm. because she had been on a daytime soap called All My Children where she had played like this total super bitch for like Mm. years um and actually a brunette super bitch too um before she was blonde Mm -hmm. and so I kind of feel like you know she's fun when she kind of gets to play that part whereas I mean what are you thinking of Bridget so far and her whole thing and Bridget's the one who's pretending Javon in New York yeah I'm just um feeling kind of bad for her because I think she's trying she's actually getting like comfortable in this in her sister's life, you know, and like really settling in. Falling in love with her dead sister's husband, which is mm-hmm. which is on the one hand really creepy, and on the other hand totally makes sense. He's very powerful. <laughs> he's, he's got an accent, um, but if you think about it, like she's really like taking this. Like she's supposed to just be like on the lamb, and so she's pretending to be her sister. But it's like she seriously wants to steal her sister's life, like mm-hmm. for real, <laughs> which is creepy. Yeah. 
like she's trying to fix all the relationships and she's like really taking it seriously. And, and it was funny how like when, um, you know, the guy, um, Chris, Christopher Palaha, um, the guy playing Henry, mm-hmm. uh, based from Life Unexpected, how he's trying to like, you know, continue the affair. And she's just like, so horrified because she doesn't want to cheat on her face. Yeah. She's like all of a sudden in love with after only knowing for like two days. Like, I know. She's already, like when he asked for her to choose, like she's only met the other husband like 24 hours before or something, mm-hmm. but she chooses in two seconds. Like she's not even two seconds. She chooses in like a split second. It's like, it's just kind of funny. Like how um, invested she is. Well, yeah. Did you see that house? <laughs> <laughs> She was just like, it was just kind of funny. Like, there's no, um, her personality, it was just kind of interesting how she did that. And, I mean, he does have an accent. I mean, Mm -hmm. clearly Siobhan did not appreciate her husband enough. Um, Well, yeah, and he does, like, really sweet stuff for her. So I could see how she's like, oh, I really like him, you know. Yeah. Um, And I think she knows her, her sister and him were on the outs, obviously. She's picking that up. You know. <laughs> yes, I think she's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, and although I'm a little bit worried about Andrew because um, in the latest episode when Siobhan's in Paris, we learn that she's like basically she's involved in some kind of plot to like against Andrew in some way. Because remember, she picks up those papers. Yeah. Where- um, the guy she's sleeping with, his briefcase, and she's all like, ooh, okay, it's going to work out. Like, it's like, it seems like she's involved in some scheme to, like, take down her husband or something. Mm-hmm. So what did he do that made her so happy to do that? And it's like – Yeah, so far they haven't revealed anything wrong with him. He's, like, Mr. So Perfect. Far, yeah, and it seems like there has to be more to it. Um, and actually it was funny because when I first watched the pilot, I had – envisioned this whole elaborate scheme <laughs> yeah i thought he was gonna be like so evil Did i already talked to you about this where uh, i don't know if it was you or paulina i was talking to and i was like i thought that um the husband and the redhead best friend had plotted together to assassinate siobhan um and that mm-hmm. the person who like had the picture of siobhan to kill siobhan and bridget had to shoot with a gun um i thought that guy had maybe been hired by andrew and Gemma. well i think they were Definitely trying to make it seem like it was Andrew, at least, or, yeah, you know. Yeah, because he had that, like, furtive phone call where, like, I want to call it off. You know? Yeah. Um, and it seems all mysterious. And But it, I think the latest episode definitely proved that Gemma was not in the know. Yeah. Like, or at least, although, because she seems so, like, genuinely hurt and surprised, so she didn't already know about the affair. Yeah, so she, she knew it that whole time. She wouldn't have reacted like that. Yeah, she wouldn't have reacted that way. And, and so, yeah, so I think we can put Gemma on the safe list. Although, you know, I, I kind of am annoyed that her name is Gemma because she's just, you know, an inferior Gemma. If you're going to have a Gemma on television. Who's Gemma? Francesca. Sense of anarchy. Oh, oh, Gemma. Thanks, Mama. She's oh, like, yeah. the kick ever. I'm like, um, you're not Gemma. I'm sorry. She does have a cool hair color. <laughs> it is a fun hair color, but she's kind of annoying. Even though I feel bad for her because, like, her husband obviously hates her. Um... <laughs> Like, seriously, why does she want to stay with him? Like, he clearly is never nice to her at all, and he's only mean. Um, but I, the whole episode was just like, I think Henry's cheating on me. And that's, like, all she ever says and ever talks about, which kind of makes her kind of boring and annoying. Mm-hmm. Like, 
maybe instead of worrying that your husband's cheating on you, maybe you worry about the fact that your husband's a jerk and he treats you like crap and maybe you shouldn't be with him. Yeah. Like her husband seems horrible and which is kind of sad because I went into the show already to love Christopher Palaha, but he's the worst. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> there's, there's just nothing redeeming about him right now. I, yeah. I just have no sympathy for him and Siobhan's affair. Because there's ways to show, like, an affair storyline to make you have sympathy, but I just have none for them. Even at the panel, what he said was so, like, oh, I put me off. Say, say that. Tell the listeners what he said at the He panel. was, like, totally trying to get us to sympathize for his character, but not in a good, like, oh, it's an affair way. Like, not telling it like it is. He was like, you know, this is just a man who is married to one woman but the, it's the wrong woman or something. I'm like, okay, then divorce her. Okay, moving on. Like, you, he was, like, totally trying to justify his <laughs> – he's like, he fell in love with the wrong woman that he wasn't married to or something. And I'm like, okay, don't justify your affair. Just just yeah. own it that it really, it's bad and you're having really an affair. It really made me dislike him that he didn't have any feelings of guilt. Like, whenever he talks to his wife about it – and whenever he talks to Siobhan about it, or sorry, not Siobhan, but Bridget about it, like, there's just absolutely no guilt there. He's, like, a total ass about it. Like, yeah. everything he says, and then, and he's, like, so shocked that Bridget, or sorry, that who he thinks is Siobhan would at all feel guilty. Like, he's totally shocked. Like, this is coming out of nowhere, because like, she's never felt guilty before, which right. makes me really dislike Siobhan, because clearly she's, I like, I don't total... think she had any guilt. I think that she hated her husband. Yeah, which makes me wonder, why does she hate her husband so much? Because in the recent flashback that we got, she was just about to marry him. She's like, I've met someone. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like she was, like, it seemed like that was her future. Like, she was happy about it. Mm -hmm. So how did they get from there six years ago to where she is now. And running doesn't, it off seem like, doesn't it seem like her sister killed her son by mistake? Okay, yeah. So, and it must have been before she got married to this guy because he doesn't know oh, about yeah, her son. For sure. Because did you see, I remember, I wrote a whole um, recap of it, but I remember from wherever the year was on the, that photograph, like mm. that was um, dating like six years ago or something. Um, yeah, and so she met those people five years ago. Met. Yeah, exactly. Basically, Siobhan and Bridget hadn't talked for five years, and so she'd been married to the husband for, like, five years. Um, she'd had this other life, and so I think whatever happened to the little boy, um, we don't, you know, was somehow probably Bridget's fault. Mm -hmm. And, so, you know, this is the other thing about Bridget that's weirding me out is, okay, so Bridget, like, has this whole past. Like, she was a druggie, a prostitute, a stripper, mm -hmm. right? And yet everything she ever sees in the Upper East Side is like, oh, oh my gosh. And I, I just feel like she seems very, like, babe in the woods, deer in the headlights for somebody who had such a troubled past. You know but what I, I mean? think that's you more about wealth. It, what is she shocked like about? Tougher. No, it just seems like, like you know, there's the dead, like she has to shoot somebody, and there's a dead body, and how does she clean oh, it up? She's like, just all these things, and I just feel like, and it's just everything. She just has this whole like innocent, vulnerable. She's constantly innocent, constantly vulnerable look. Mm -hmm. Like, doesn't she have any kind of like built up thick skin at all after all these years of like, kind of having this like. I think she's just kind of like a trust. But I guess maybe she's the it. one. I think it's more Trouble that she's like the weak sister. And so every, she is very vulnerable. Whereas like Siobhan is like kind of not. She's kind of like 
she's kind of got this guard up all the time, mm-hmm. whereas Bridget kind of never does. Just like you see all of her motions are just like right on her face. I don't know, but I kind of just feel like maybe making her so vulnerable and like that is maybe not the best decision, but whatever. I mean, it, I don't know. She's the Emma to Siobhan Sutton, <laughs> clearly, <laughs> if we're going to do the Lion Game uh, yeah. comparison. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I definitely, I think the show, I mean, in terms of, are you enjoying it when you're watching it? Um, like, kind of, but I'm kind of like waiting for all the twists and turns that we talked about. And I, yeah. I'm kind of like waiting. Supposedly the episode tonight is supposed to be a major twist and a, and a game changer. I mean, at the end of the last episode, we got the reveal where Bridget told Siobhan, or sorry, Bridget told Gemma that she is not Siobhan. And that was like, oh, you know, but I think... Wait, did she actually say it, or was she just about to say it? She said, I'm not Siobhan. Um, and I think she said, I'm Bridget. Because oh, she already... Because, okay. see, she'd already been set up for it, because Gemma already knew Bridget existed, because of Agent Machado told yeah. her. And so, I think she does... I think she does say, like, I'm not Siobhan, I'm Bridget, because the girl knows who Bridget is now, because she learned about her. Yeah. Um... So we'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, supposedly there's going to be some twisty stuff. But yeah, I agree with you. Like I'm, I definitely, I mean, a lot of people are being really negative about it on, um, you know, really there, cause I think it's just, they feel really disappointed. Yeah. I feel more like it's sort of a B, a B show. And I, I just kind of wish it was an A, mm-hmm. you know, like I think it's fine. Like it's not bad or anything. Um, but I don't think it's quite up to what it should be. Like, I think it has so much potential to be more than what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see more. And then it's so fun. Like all of Sarah Michelle Gellar's hairstyles are basically the best part of the episode. Um, so <laughs> but I don't she, like all her weird long outfits lately that don't fit her right. Cause she's oh, so yeah. Short. So this, this is what's going on. I think, I think she's cause she's pregnant. pretending to be pregnant. Cause she's a crazy person. Yeah. Um, she should have gotten out of that pregnancy lie right away. She should have just been like, no, I'm talking to somebody else who is pregnant. Like, there yeah. was no reason for her to say, yes, I am pregnant. I like, know. you are pregnant, crazy girl. Like, what are you going to do? <laughs> like, you're going to start not showing soon. Um, so she's pretending to be getting bigger. I love how, like, Bridget's pretending to be pregnant and Siobhan's pretending not to be pregnant, like going out drinking and smoking yeah. and up with guys. <laughs> Um, but I thought it was interesting that Siobhan didn't know she was pregnant before she went to Paris. She finds out in, like, the second episode, right? Yeah, or but she had episode. gone to the doctor to get a test. She had gone to the doctor, but, and, and, and it's like, what kind of person plots their death without finding out the answer to that question? Like, <laughs> you yeah. go to the doctor and you wait, like, two days. They're like, oh, yeah, I guess I'm do- I don't really care too much if I am pregnant. Like, come on, get the answer before you leave on your plot. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, or do go do a uh, you know a drugstore you know pregnancy at home pregnancy test like on your own if the doctor takes five hundred years yeah you know <laughs> like, it was I'm sure weird. she kind of knew that she was she probably knew yeah and it was interesting that she called up Henry and hung up on him after she found out and seemed really emotional like she seems to really care about Henry yeah um, which you know. Henry's horrible, which makes me think she's horrible for caring about him. <laughs> so, just, honestly, I think Henry's the worst. Um, <laughs> and so, but it's fun. Like the, the outfits and the hair and all the craziness um, are fun. 
you know, there was that crazy, like, Madonna bland, uh, blonde ambition ponytail <laughs> at, at a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So it, it's fun. I mean, Sarah Michelle Gellar looks great. She looks fabulous. Um, but hopefully the show will sort of shape up a bit more. Yeah. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that one? No. Okay. So let's move on to ABC. Now, this show, you don't have to have seen because it hasn't aired yet, but I'm just excited about it, so I want to talk about it. Um, have you seen any previews for the new fairy tale show, Once Upon a Time? Yeah, I think I have. It's like the one where um, the blonde girl from How I Met Your Mother is like the child of Snow White and Prince Charming, and there's like this land Wait, story. Wait, which, which blonde girl? Um, the blonde girl... You might not have, you know, the most recent season of How I Met Your Mother. Have you seen it? Maybe. Yeah. Remember how there was the girl who was like a political activist and she ended up being married to a millionaire? Oh, the last, the last episode. Very recent season. Last episode, last season, yeah. Yeah. Remember that girl? I know who you're talking about. And she's horrible, Zoe. Mm -hmm. No one liked her. Um, That that actress is like one of the main characters, and I guess the deal is that she is. The child of fairy tale characters, but like the fairy tale characters are like no longer in fairy tale land. I mean, I haven't seen the pilot yet. I've just read about it and watched all the previews and stuff. Mm. Um, but I'm just like super excited about it because I love fairy tales. And um, it's funny it's how such- shows are coming out in like themes. Like, yeah, there's the like two twin amazing. shows. Now two there's twin. Grimm and Once Upon a Time. And in fact, aren't there? Wait, is it two twin shows or three twin shows? I guess there's only two. Yeah, only two. Yeah, and there's Grimm and Once Upon a Time. And then it's like, remember how I told you about all those Snow White movies that are coming out, like, all at the same time? There are, like, four Snow White movies coming out. Oh, really? <laughs> it's ridiculous, yeah. One of them, Charlize Theron, is the evil queen, and one of them, Julia Roberts, is the evil queen. And in the one with Charlize Theron, I think, is the one that has Kristen Stewart. I haven't heard about these shows. This well, is so exciting. They're not out yet, but they're, they're movies. They're going to – they're just in production. So they're not at, like, the cool. trailer phase I love Snow yet. White. Yeah, I'm totally excited. Are they going to be dwarves and stuff? Yeah. At least, yeah, at least in the two that are, like, the most, the biggest project ones. Mm-hmm. The ones I've heard most about are the ones, the one that has Kristen Stewart and Charlize Theron, that one, and then the other one that has um, Julia Roberts. And, and actually, in the latest Entertainment Weekly, there were a bunch of photos um, from the movie and the outfits look amazing. Like the mm-hmm. costumes, like so, super magical and cool. So I, I'm excited. I, I love the whole fairy tale thing. Yeah. I've always liked the whole fairy tale thing. And we saw, I mean, we we saw Grimm at Comic-Con, mm-hmm. um, which we'll talk about in a bit, but we didn't see any, we didn't go to the once upon a time uh, panel because it conflicted with other things we were doing. Mm-hmm. So we didn't get to watch any of that stuff. But um, so, you know, it may end up not being good, but I'm just excited. And did I tell you the exciting news? Okay, Pam from True Blood mm-hmm. is going to be Maleficent. In what? In the new Once Upon a Time show. Oh, wow. Pam from True Blood. You know how I love her. Yeah. Um, and then Emma Caulfield, you know, Anya from Buffy. Oh, yeah. She's going to play, like, the evil witch from Hansel and Gretel. Oh, wow. Yeah, because it will be, like, one-offs. I'm thinking, like, it will be, like, a guest spot. Okay. Know? Mm-hmm. Like, There'll be an episode that deals with Maleficent and okay. with the cool. gingerbread, also gingerbread. So I'm really excited, and I've seen other things in the ads that they're going to have Rumpelstiltskin. And that's so cool. So there's, you know, I'm just excited. Oh, and then did I? The other thing that's fun about it is, okay, so obviously with Snow White, 
there's the evil queen. Mm-hmm. And you know how I have like that villain thing that I, I love, you know, how yeah. I love and like, obviously the evil queen is always my favorite because she's the prettiest, um, of all the villains. <laughs> Black <laughs> and Let's be honest. Maleficent's the best. <laughs> uh, second was the evil queen, and the the girl who's playing the evil queen is um, Lana Perea, who is, um, according to Aunt Sharon and Uncle Andy, my celebrity doppelganger. Oh yeah, the one that they were saying. She has like the short hair thing that I. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm vainly I'm excited for her to be on a show I actually watch because she was like on some. Yeah. Central ever watched CI or something. CS something yeah. yeah so so yeah so that premieres on Sunday October 23rd so you have to DVR it for when that happens mm-hmm. um, so we'll see if that ends up being as fun as it seems yep and then the other ABC shows that um, have already started okay we've got Revenge we kind of mentioned that already but Revenge is starring um, Emily Van Camp from Everwood and we are both big Everwood fans. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was also, Emily Van Camp was also on Brothers and Sisters, which Franny never watched, but I used to watch, um, but I gave up. Um, and it's also got Nick Weschler from uh, from Roswell. Little Kyle Valenti is all grown up, and he, he grew up really good. Wait, wait, that who you're talking about? Yes. Wait, which one is he? Okay. I couldn't even recognize him. You know the one? Who lives on a boat and has, is cute is all scruffy with the, the big plaid. brother, the big brother the big guy. Brother. That's the him. Big... Oh my gosh! I remember you told me, but I when I watched, I've only seen one episode of it so far, and um, I would never have known that was him. I know. Well, I I, I he was so not cute in Roswell. You know, although by the end of the series, he got really cute because he turned out like I wanted. I guess I, was I just talking. didn't like him. But remember how later he becomes good? Like, at first you hate him, and... No, and but I just thought he was stupid. I don't know. Franny, oh, I shipped him and Isabel so hard. Like, I wanted Isabel to dump her husband and be with Kyle Valenti. Isabel. Um, oh, Isabel. The Catherine Heigl's character on oh, Roswell. She was... Married. I thought her husband was so dumb, and I totally wanted her and Kyle Valenti to get together, because he was so in love with her. Oh, he was? At the end of the third season. I can't like, remember him very well. Yeah, well, the third season's not as good anyway. So maybe the sheriff's you can... son, is that your demo? The sheriff's son. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, he okay. wasn't cute then. Who's the up... little annoying brother? I don't like him. He's from Gossip Joe. Girl. He's little Eric Vanderwood. Oh! <laughs> I was like, I totally know this boy. <laughs> yeah, so he has brown hair now. He used to be blonde on Gossip Girl, and now he is Yeah, brown. his character seems very weird in this new show. <laughs> He's okay. I don't like dislike him that much, but I'm like, whatever. The hot older brother is way hotter. Um, and he's all scruffy and cute and wants to save the world and lives on a boat and saves her dog and names his boat after Amanda. It's like all amazing. Now, like, what was that Amanda thing? Because I saw her be like, your boat's named Amanda? Her real name is Amanda. Remember how there's like the flashback? I haven't seen. I've only seen one episode. Yeah, but in that first episode. No, I don't think it was the first episode. Yeah, Franny. You just probably fell asleep or something. No, no, no. I saw one episode. I don't think it was the first Oh, you think you watched, like, the second one and not the yeah, first Yeah, like, I don't know which oh, number it was. I, I saw one, and it was, um... You gotta go watch and watch the back. I saw the one where they had the girl come to the speech in the red dress, and then he... Oh, that's the most... Re- that was episode three. Okay, so that's the only one I've seen. episodes you have to watch to get the whole backstory. Okay, so yeah. there's this whole adorable thing for Tosca where Kyle Valenti, um, and... 
Emily were best friends when they were little and played with the dog when the dog was a puppy. Okay. The dog Sam. Okay. And then and then later he he names his boat after her. Like she leaves, you know, okay. she gets taken away and But he knows it's her and she knows uh, it's him. But he no, he doesn't know it's her and she knows it's him. Why doesn't so, he know it's her? She looks she that like different. ten. That's so stupid. Jessica, <laughs> <laughs> you would not know if somebody like I was a ten year old. Yes, ma. Not. with them and then we had to talk together and stuff. <laughs> I, I well, the dog knows her. If yeah, he so loved her, he named his boat after her. Follows her everywhere and like totally knows her, but he doesn't if know he her. Named his boat after her. He's he definitely so feels a connection to her for sure. He definitely feels a connection to her. You can because so in the first funny. episode, she's like the dog, she's a different she's person. She's pretending like she's never met him, and she's actually being kind of distant because it's like she doesn't want him to figure it out. I think because you know she's secretly there to do all her revenge and business. Where's she getting all her money from? Oh, okay. Remember? Oh, it, 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 oh, you don't know about this. So in the first, you know the rich. And the rich, I want to know who that techie guy is. Okay. Okay. So that techie guy is like. Uh, her brother? Uh, he kind of, like, imagine him as Mark Zuckerberg type, you know? Like, he's, like, a millionaire computer genius. Yeah, but who, how is he related to so her? So what happens is, when he, imagine he's a lot older than he looks, because <laughs> there's some weird timeline going on in this show. Imagine he's a lot older than he looks, and when he was first starting out, her dad gave him, was his first investor, and invested. Oh, okay. Then he became a billionaire, so and when the dad got her. turned over, he's loyal to the dad. Okay. So he's the one who actually told her about her dad like when when uh, amanda thought her dad did what everybody said he did and it screwed her up and she was like totally felt betrayed she gets out of juvie tech guy picks her up gives her the secret box tells her that her dad really is innocent and all these people you know so he's the one who first sort of Mm -hmm. told her the truth about her dad and everything yeah and and so he oh and the other thing he tells her when he gets her out of juvie is um you're my biggest, like, you. He, she owns, like, 49% of his stock because oh. all of his shares, like, he didn't give up what the dad owned to, like, the IRS or whatever when, you know, okay. probably when her dad was in jail, like, all his assets got seized. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, he was able to magically, like, hide that. hide that and then mm-hmm. give her all those shares. So now she's a millionaire. Okay. So she's, like, in control of part of his company. Okay. Um, and, and so the neighbors just think she's a wealthy child? Yeah, the neighbors think she, because she created, because her real name is Amanda, but she's going by a fake name, and she created, you know, with her money she, and connections, she created a whole identity for herself of an orphaned child who her parents left her tons of money. Okay. Like, she had rich parents who left her all this money. Mm-hmm. So she's created, like, this paper trail of pretending to be this person mm-hmm. who she's not, like, mm-hmm. a fake identity. Yeah. So it's this whole complicated, awesome thing. I mean, I'm loving revenge. I have to say, I'm it, and so I think you need to go back and watch the first two episodes. Yeah. I think like there's a whole momentum that kind of builds up that's super fun, and the mm-hmm. pilot itself is just like really good because you get everybody gets to meet each other, and there's like fun little meets mm-hmm. and everything. Um, so I'm excited for you to watch a little bit more because I think it's going to be like really fun. Um, and actually. With, because you missed the pilot, there's like a whole murder mystery that happens in the pilot that sets up the whole season that you have to oh, watch. Okay. So, and actually, I think it's on Hulu, the first two episodes. So you could watch them on Hulu. Oh, and the um, the neighbor lady's annoying daughter reminds me of um, the Vampire Diaries girl who got killed, Matt's sister. <laughs> I don't know why. Okay, so the 
the Queen Queen Victoria, her daughter, who's dating, who the guy has a crush on. Yeah. You think she reminds you of Vicky from Vampire Diaries? Yeah, for some reason. That's so funny. Guess who she is? Who? That actress played the young Jennifer Garner on like two movies. Oh, (laughs) weird. She kind of like Jennifer Garner type look, I guess. Hmm. Um, So it's funny you're saying Vicky. I would have, it would have been funny if you were like, she reminds me of Jennifer Garner. <laughs> she reminds me of the alias girl. Because <laughs> uh, I guess like in 13 going on 30, she played the young, the 13 year old. Uh, okay. Or something. Um, these are the things I learn on Twitter. I learn so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, she's kind of right now, she's not very developed. So her and the younger brother um, are both not very developed, but I'm thinking, you know, eventually we'll learn more yeah. about them. They'll be more well-rounded characters. Cause right now it's like not that much, but I totally, you can probably already guess like who my favorite character is other than Natalie. The boat guy. Well, obviously he's my TV boyfriend. Okay. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> Who's the worst character? The evilest one. That, that's the one you like. Exactly. I love Queen Victoria. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's amazing. Um, the actress, her name is Madeline Stowe, and I like, totally have a girl crush on her. I'm in love with her. I love her. She reminds me of um, that Italian actress. Oh, which one? Uh, <gasps> oh, Monica. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Berl- Berlin- yeah. Cheer- something about her look. Oh, yeah. She kind of does have a little bit of that look, mm-hmm. um, but like a less voluptuous version. Yeah. Kind of less. Less lips, but less similar. Less lips. <laughs> um yeah monica bellucci um but yeah she is su- super awesome as and i love just all this any scene between emily and her and victoria is just like awesome because you mm-hmm. can just like feel the tension but you know i don't know i just love the whole vibe going there um the whole kind of power struggle mm-hmm. and all that so yeah you have to go back and like watch the other yeah so it all makes sense because it's it's definitely fun show um so I definitely recommend that to people who haven't watched it yet. Um, anything else about Revenge? No. Okay. So then there's other show, Pan Am. Did you ever end up watching the pilot of Pan Am? I didn't. Okay. That's the um, flight attendant show. Mm-hmm. So I ended up watching three episodes so far now, and I definitely like it. I mean, it's no, it's... It's not like groundbreaking amazing, but mm-hmm. it's cute. Like I and the costumes are great. The production quality is really amazing. Um, like I think they do a good job of making everything look so good. And um, do you like the actors? I like there's especially this one actress I love the most who is playing. She's playing this. She's playing the French uh, flight attendant, and she's got brown hair and bangs. Um, and she's my favorite. She's She's the best actress for sure on the show. She's awesome. She's being great. Um, Christina Ricci, I'm a little bit worried about her because normally, you know, I love Christina Ricci. We've loved her ever since, like, Casper and the mm-hmm. Addams Family and all that. But uh, in this role on the show, it's like someone is giving her direction notes that tell her, please look like a serial killer. But her character <laughs> to be a serial killer. Um, so I don't blame her, okay? Why are they telling her that? 
I don't know because for some every time she's on screen in the latest episode, she's opening her eyes as wide as you can open them. Okay, like being so scary. <laughs> I can't even, like, and and the thing is, I'm predisposed to like anything Christina Ricci does. Like, so it's not like me being a bitch. Like. It's seriously distracting me from the episode how That's how scary her eyes are. <laughs> like, I I don't want to be I don't want to think this. Okay, I'm not trying to be like some judgmental bitch, um, but her eyes are freaking me out. And I don't think her character is supposed to be insane. I think her character is supposed to be passionate and wide eyed. But the note about wide eyed, I guess, was like taken too literally. Like in the script, they they described her as wide eyed and eager. And then in the directing of the episode, people were like. Hmm, <laughs> Open those eyes wider, please. <laughs> I can't totally see inside your eye sockets, please. <laughs> Widen them. Like, I don't know. It's very crazy. Because she already has big eyes anyway. Yeah, like, you know. So, I don't know. I, I'm a little bit upset about that whole thing. Because she could be a really cool character. Because she's kind of like the liberal one. Because um, it's like the 1960s. And, you know, like JFK is president. And you could tell she's totally kind of has she's the one that has the kind of most strong ideas about like women's rights and different things like that. And so mm-hmm. she could be a really cool character. But if they're gonna make her into some crazy person, that would just be so typical that they do for the for like the politically strident character, which I would hate if they do that. Um so I hope they like, you know, dial back the crazy on her. Mm-hmm. Cause she like went all insane that she wanted to meet JFK and it was like really scary when she was like standing there with these like cigars and she's like, I know they're his favorite. And you're just like, Oh my God, she clearly wants to kill the president. Um, but she was supposed to be like charming, I think not crazy looking. So I think there's just some kind of disconnect going on there between the directing there. I don't know. It's, but it, it, it's a cute show. And the other girl I like is, did you ever watch that My Generation show? Yeah. Um, okay. You know the one who ha- was pregnant in that show? And she was married to the soldier? Wait, no, I don't know if I have seen it. My Generation was like a show from last year. Um, yeah, maybe you never saw it. Anyways, she was on that show. Kelly Garner is the actress, and I really like her. And she's kind of one of the, one of the main girls. Because um, there's, like, two sisters that are kind of the center characters, and their kind of family relationship is kind of going on in addition to this other stuff. And there's also, like, a spy story. So there's, like, a lot going on in it. Um, so, I mean, I wouldn't say it's, like, your top priority to watch. I think you should watch um, Catch Up With Ringer. Um, or, sorry, Catch Up With Revenge first. But mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend Pan Am. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, there's this other show. That is actually in its second season, but because it came in at the end of last season and barely got a full season, I'm putting it on this list, um, even though it's not really technically a new show. Um, I think I told you about this one, Franny. Happy Endings. Did you ever ever tell you about this? I don't think so. Like, it's a comedy. It's kind of like Friends, but, um, you know, more Wait, maybe I watched some of it. Maybe you did. It's, there's a girl named Penny on it, and she's the best part of the show. Penny's amazing. I definitely... Is there a couple that, like, does it start off with some people that are engaged and they split up or something? Yes. Okay. I thought, I saw a preview for it and looked really funny and I started watching it and then I didn't think it was funny. So then I didn't watch it. I think it's one of those shows where it's, like, serialized. You know what I mean? Like, you kind of want to watch it in order and then it starts off, you're like, oh, this is okay. And then it gets really good. 
Oh. Like, it's one of those things where the jokes get better as you keep on watching. Yeah, because I felt like they had a funny joke on the preview of it, and then yeah. I watched it, and I was like, oh. It's definitely, like, it didn't blow me away at first, but once I started, got to, like, the third episode, I was like, wow, I really like this, and then now I'm in the second season, and I'm loving it. It's, like, so good, so I feel like if you got into it, you would really enjoy it. Mm. Um, like, it's worth getting into it, because there is some cool stuff mm-hmm. that... Because there's like this whole episode where Penny dates a hipster. It's like the which most one's Penny? The- Penny is the brunette. Okay. With the big boobs. Okay. Um, yeah, she's the best part of the whole show. She's amazing. But I also love th- there's the married couple mm-hmm. and the husband. Oh my god, I'm I'm in love with him. <laughs> uh, he's the one who was in the New Girl pilot. Did you ever end up watching New Girl? Yeah, I watched a part of it. If you watch the first episode, he plays one of the roommates, but then they had to recast him because Happy Endings got renewed because they didn't know if he would get picked up or not, so he, like, had been in a pilot. And um, he's, like, one of my favorite parts of Happy Happy Endings. Um, I'm forgetting his character's name, but (laughs) Damon Wayans Jr. is the actor. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think it's worth watching. Maybe if you started the second season from the beginning, Mm -hmm. that would be enough, like, kind of to get into it because I feel like the second season has been pretty strong there's Mm -hmm. been some funny stuff like this most recent episode um they were kind of interacting with mean girls from high school and it was like really hilarious (laughs) because they got so excited because the mean girls liked them and so they were like oh my god we're so cool but they're like you know 30 years old they're in their Mm -hmm. 20s but you know that there's like that feeling like they got like oh my god like and and it was just so cute I I got into it I I was enjoying it Mm. so I I'm not explaining it very well comedies are hard to explain (laughs) why is that show so funny um well (laughs) yeah but I recommend it to people um the other ABC show I have on here is Suburgatory have you even heard of it before no Okay, it was not even. Oh wait, my maybe I have heard of it. Okay, I'll tell you a little clue. Yeah, it's like about suburbs or something. Rolling with the homies. But wait, does that give you a clue? Is she alive still? No, not her. The oh, boy. The boy. Sorry, rest in peace. Um, but uh, no, member Elton. Oh, he's in it. Love. Rolling with the homies. Yeah, he's in it. Yes, he huh. is dad. Get ready to feel old. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my freshman year of high school, um, Clueless came out. And now Clueless actors are playing dads of uh, teenagers. <laughs> 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 talking to Jeremy Stowe for the people who are Clueless right now and wondering why I'm so weird. So Jeremy Sisto, okay, get this. I've like, I'm, I'm having like a year of Jeremy Sisto right now in my, in my like life because – so Elton, you know how like nobody liked Elton, obviously. Yeah, horrible. Like that, right? So I never liked him back then. Um, but he grew up to be like this hot, like scruffy man who's like so cute. Hmm. Um, and so I watched him in this Julius Caesar movie, which was the first time I realized, like, wow, he can play characters who aren't Elton. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then I watched this series called Kidnapped on. Um, it was on Netflix Instant, hmm. and it's like this investigator who like rescues kids who've been kidnapped um and he was like so i like totally cute i loved him mm-hmm. and then i hear about the suburgatory show where he's the dad and so i watched it and i'm like he definitely aged well mm-hmm. he definitely aged well like he he's a hot dad um and so he has this teenage daughter and he like forces her to leave new york to move to the suburbs 
because he finds condoms in her room and she hates the suburbs. So it's like that there's comedy ensues of like mm. her moving to the suburbs. But there's just something like it seems like it'd be dumb. But there's just something about it that I like. I've seen two episodes now. That's all I've seen because the third episode is going to air tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and, okay, remember the movie Waitress? Uh, yeah. Okay, remember the blonde that Carrie Russell works with, the blonde girl? I don't remember the one, her. The but... one who's older. She kind of has a very distinctive, like, kind of shtick. Like, she kind of has a very distinctive, like, mm-hmm. she's very much a character actress. Mm. Yeah, I don't remember her, but. Cheryl Hines. Anyways, she plays one of the, the mo- one of the moms, oh, and okay. she's hilarious. She's so good. Cheryl Hines. I love her. Um, she's hilarious. And then, guess what? Uh, Wash from Firefly is in it. Oh wow! Alan Tudyk. He plays um, a friend of the dad, and he's really over the top and kooky and and hilarious. And then um, the best part is okay. There's this teenage neighbor across the street who. Um, you know the Twilight movies, the guy who plays um, the dad in the Twilight movies, like the hot dad, the vampire dad, Carlisle? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know how in real life he's, like, married to Kelly from yes. the Yeah. Okay, so that actor, imagine a 16-year-old version of him, okay, is the neighbor across the street, and imagine he's dumb as rocks, but hilarious. Hmm. And so she has these hilarious scenes because she's like starts making out with this guy. Like they start being like makeout buddies, but she's mm-hmm. like, "Oh my god, you're so dumb! Like I can't go out with you, like because you're clearly like this terrible person." Um, and <laughs> she's like, "She's like, um, if you could have have dinner with anybody, um, living or dead, who would you pick?" And he goes, "Scarlett Johansson, dead." <laughs> 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 Creepy. <laughs> the delivery, like I, I can't do it justice because it was just so like. And she just looks weird. She just looks at him. He looks at her, and she's just like, "What?" Um, <laughs> and so there is a quirkiness to it. So even though it kind of has a, a premise that seems kind of overplayed, that whole like suburb thing and whatever, it, it I, I think it has a lot of potential. I mean, it may end up you know, not being as good. But after those two episodes, I definitely want to watch more. And so that's on Wednesday nights. So <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it'd be something that Zach might like because he probably likes comedies. No, Zach's like hates TV. <laughs> He's so horrible. He, he hates TV now. He only likes stupid real life history things. Oh, like history channel. Star oh. TV and like stupid stuff that's real. And I only like. I love how I'm a historian, but I hate the fantasy history stuff. I'm like, ew. Straight, ew. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're working on your PhD in history? Mm, very good attitude, Lucia. Yeah. <laughs> but I just don't like my TV to be mixed with my history, no. Um, unless it's like a historical uh, drama with exciting costumes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so Suburgatory, it's definitely fun. I'm liking it. So, um,. There's that. And then on Fox, there's two new shows I'm enjoying. Um, new Girl, you said you saw one episode? Well, I, I don't even think I saw the whole episode. And then I tried to um, put it, put it, set it up for to be recorded. And it's like not recording any of them or something. Oh, weird. Well, I there's think something else is on at the same time as it or something. And so I can't watch them. Oh, you know what? It's it conflicts with Ringer. Mm. 
So maybe can you not can you not record two things at once? I can record two things at once, but I think I'm recording two things already. Oh, okay. So maybe it, there's two things. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, unfortunately, we've had two episodes. They were both great. I loved both of them. Um, you can at least one of them's on Hulu, mm-hmm. so you could try to watch one of them. I don't know if both are. Um, there, there's only been two, but there's this great part in the second episode, Franny, where like. She has to go get all her stuff from her boyfriend's house because, you know, she she moved out. Um, and so she goes and grabs all this stuff and she comes out and she's like carrying a TV and she's wearing like five hats and all this stuff. And, and, and the guy in the car who's one of her roommates goes, she looks like Helena Bottom, Helena Bottom Carter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's like how she dresses crazy. Oh, like, does he mean like in, in Harry Potter? The actress in real life, um, she's sort of one of those who um, will wear two colored shoes to a premiere. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I guess that, that wouldn't be funny to you because you wouldn't get that joke. But, um, <laughs> it's a cute show. Um, I'm definitely enjoying it. But unfortunately, yeah, I think it's funny. Just as I got into it, they are pulling. It, it did really well in the ratings, so there's no worries about it being canceled. But um, – because Fox is like doing playoffs for some sport that's going on right now, probably baseball. I don't know. I think baseball. Maybe no, football. it's not baseball, Chia. Don't they have to like have a World Series soon or something? Oh, I thought we were over. I think it's like we're in the postseason right now. Oh, okay. but I don't know. I'm maybe terrible at sports. This team's out. I know it's football season now. So maybe it's football. Anyways, there's some kind of sports thing that has to go on. So they're pulling it, and then they're putting X Factor in its place for, like, the next few weeks. So it's not going to be on again until November. November 1st. So you have, like, a month, well, a little bit less than a month to catch up with those two episodes. Then you can start watching it again in November. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... The only only other Fox show I'm watching um, is... Um, this dinosaur show called Terra Nova, which originally I thought I wasn't going to watch, but I'm watching it now and I'm enjoying it because I think I just like want something to sort of get that sort of sci-fi spot, mm, you know, yeah. something to kind of do, give me a little bit sci-fi because it's, it's got time travel and dinosaurs and mm-hmm. whatever. It's, it's, it's not that great of a show, um, but it's fun, and there's a really cute book, cute guy in it. Um, the dad in that show, Jason, is played by this guy named Jason O'Mara. Um, I never knew he existed, but he's really cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I like him. So I, I'm, I'm enjoying the show. I think I sort of – I like to have something that has some sci-fi in it because I don't think, like, anything else I'm watching really has sci-fi. I mean, I guess the other shows, there's, like, some fantasy elements. Yeah. Supernatural stuff, but – you know, I don't think any show I'm watching deals with time travel other than this, so. Mm. Um, so I'm enjoying it okay. Uh, it's kind of fun. I don't know if you would like it. Mm. But, I mean, you probably would, actually. But I don't, it's not, like, such high quality that I would, like, recommend it to everybody to watch. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely at least enjoying it okay. Um, I've only watched the first two episodes, though, because there's, I think there was a third one last night, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't keep track of when everything airs because yeah. I'm so confused. Um, so there's that. And then the NBC shows, um, Grimm is going to premiere on Friday, October 28th. And this is the other fairy tale show. And Fratesca, you saw the pilot mm-hmm. at uh, Comic-Con yeah. this summer. Um, without spoiling like anything, really, can you want to give your sort of 
views on it. Yeah, I feel like it sets it up to be like kind like kind of interesting show. I think some of the acting in it was like kind of cheesy in that first yeah. episode. So I hope that they kind of work on that their scripts a little bit more. Yeah, the like kind of there was cheesiness really in the writing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, it, yeah, sorry, I don't mean acting. It's like no matter how you say that sentence, it's going to sound cheesy. <laughs> like, like, exactly. Wrote yeah. that sentence right the now. Something about the dialogue. Yeah. About that, like, like the lines okay. are saying. Really right now? Uh, yeah. But I love uh, grim fairy tales, and so I like that it's like a dark they, you know, because yeah, the whole idea is that you know normally we get our fairy tales and we get them Disney-fied, and this is like the dark version, mm-hmm. the bloody version. The, yeah, and so it's really yeah. like a crime show, but it's cool because it's all like you can think about what fairy tale it was based on, and yeah, it's basically like a more, it's like a cooler version of a criminal procedural mm-hmm. because each week there will be a crime, but the crime is fairy tale related, like um, yeah. And so it kind of, and, and some of the people behind it are the same people behind Angel. And you could kind of tell that a little bit. There's like got that darkness it. to it. Yeah, a little bit of that. And um, and I like the sort of comic relief element of the, the Bluten blot or whatever. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's from comic. Prison Break. <gasps> okay, okay, yes. He's like Prison this crazy Break. guy from Prison Break. Yeah, okay, so the crazy guy from Prison Break. Um, it's been a million years since I watched Prison Break, so I don't remember him, but yeah. I knew he seemed familiar. And then um, the, like, police partner that he works with, um, so there's that, and then um, he has, like, a girlfriend. And, and, and what did you think of the main guy? Uh, I forget what his name is. But I know the actor's name is Dave Juntoli, yeah. which is an Italian name, little, little Italian boy um, <laughs> for, us, for us to like. And he's from the real world. Uh, well, he's not from the real world. He's from Road Rules, and he was on the real world um, Road Rules Challenge a million years ago. Yeah, I watched, I saw, I looked at your thing that you posted because yeah. I couldn't remember who he was. Yeah, um, But yeah, he's okay. He's I, not I think, amazing, but yeah, yeah, he's not amazing, but he did a good job acting. I felt like so. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where you know, obviously, pilots you don't get to get get too deep into things, but it seems like we're probably going to get family history yeah. and get a little bit more in depth with him in the future. You know, uh, because he is descendant from the Grimms, mm-hmm. um, which I mean, I don't think it would be considered a spoiler because I think that was in the promos. But also, it's called Grimm, so you mm-hmm. could guess that. <laughs> <laughs> you hadn't okay. guessed that by now. You're you hadn't guessed that by now. <laughs> <laughs> it involves um, a Grimm. <laughs> so uh, I, I liked that whole idea of sort of bringing bringing fairy tales into into a crime show because normally, like a crime show, I wouldn't enjoy it. It would be boring. But if yeah. you bring fairy tales into it, that's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and so I just hope it would also. You know, there's some mythology that goes on, too, that will make it more than just, like, I hope there's, like, still stakes. You know, yeah. it's not like everything's solved by one episode, at the end of the episode, and that's fine, and then you just move on to the next one. I hope there's sort of some mm-hmm. lingering, more serialized stories going on. Yeah. So, yeah. I think there will be, but yeah. I can't spoil anything, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I, I'm excited um, to watch more of that, although the hard thing is it's going to be on Friday nights. 
And Fridays already have like heavy supernatural type shows. Mm. So I'm kind of worried it'll end up being canceled because already Fringe is on Fridays and oh. that's got a very loyal following. Mm. Um, and Supernatural and Nikita mm. are all on Fridays. So I, and I can't remember if Grimm's an eight o'clock or a nine o'clock show. But either way, it's like if it's at nine o'clock, that's even worse because I think nine o'clock, nine o'clock's when Supernatural and Fringe are. Mm. So if it's at nine o'clock, like oh, I just don't, I worry about it. I think they need to change, I think they need to change its time slot because that just, that just doesn't work. Because mm. I feel like the, all the audience that would watch Grimm are the audience who's already watching Fringe. Yeah, it actually is. I'm looking at my schedule right now. Grimm, Supernatural, and Fringe are all scheduled against each other. Mm-hmm. Which I just think makes no sense because it's like all the same audience that yeah. want to watch it. So maybe if they put it at eight o'clock, it would work because then it would only compete against Nikita. It's not like Nikita gets that much mm-hmm. of ratings. You don't have to do as well on the CW to, you know, get renewed because they don't have as many viewers. But for a Fox or sorry for an NBC show, I mean, I, although NBC hasn't been doing well lately, so their standards are lowered in terms of their ratings too. So. We'll see. I just kind of want to hope it gets a chance so that we can sort of see what, what goes on. Because mm-hmm. already um, a couple of shows have been canceled, um, namely the next show on my list I wrote down, The Playboy Club. It was canceled after three episodes. How does something get canceled? I never saw any of it, but how does it, it get canceled after three episodes? I don't know. Because it's like, I don't know how low their ratings were, but I don't think, you know, they were that. I mean, I don't know. I guess they were bad. People weren't watching it. Mm-hmm. I watched it, though, and this is the thing. Like, everybody said it was, like, so terrible, but I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, you know, just watched Hidden Palm, and um, so I liked that girl. Oh, okay, cool. So Hidden Palms, uh, a canceled show that didn't Kevin Williamson create that show? Did you see his name in the credits? I'm Maybe. pretty sure. That sounds familiar. Sure, Kevin Williamson did, who, you know, is from Dawson's Creek and Vampire Diaries. Um, I really liked it. Yeah, it was super fun, I right? I was, like, watching it constantly. Um, I Yeah, it was one of those really addictive shows. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I loved Evil Pink Shirt Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shirt Boy is the best. Um, I hidden palms. Oh my gosh. P- if people want to watch it, it's on Netflix Instant, the whole yes, series. So you can Netflix watch it. Instant. Like, go watch it right now. Yes. Come on. It's like, so <laughs> um, it's very soapy. And so, yeah, Amber Heard was in that show. Um, and Amber Heard plays Bunny Maureen in the Playboy Club. But the other thing that's really sad about it is okay, also in the Playboy Club, is Simon Tam from Firefly. Um, you know, what is the actor's name? Um, oh, the brother? Right now. The, the guy brother? who played Simon Tam. Yeah, the, the brother, River's brother. Oh, okay. And, you know, I hadn't seen him in anything for, like, years. Um, and so I was so excited to see him in this on TV again. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean Mayer. His name is Sean Mayer. Um, his last name is spelled M-A-H-E-R, so I think... I don't know if you pronounce it Mayher or Mayer, who knows. But anyways, so he's playing this closeted gay character on the show where um, there's like the secret society that um, when they meet, they get to be themselves and and be openly gay. But then in their lives, um, he's pretending to be married to a lesbian who's pretending to be married to him. So like they're like beards for each other. Mm -hmm. And the lesbian works at the Playboy Club. Mm. And that's sort of how he gets connected in. Oh, okay. But she pretends to be married. 
and so sort of, you know, disguise that aspect, right? Because it's like you weren't, you couldn't come out socially in the 1960s, right? Like, so in sort of reaction to that happening, Sean Mayer um, came out as a gay man, like the actor did. Oh. He has been gay, obviously. Okay. And so he, ha- he has a family. He has children, um, like with his partner. They have adopted oh, children. Right. He sort of felt like he didn't feel comfortable coming out publicly in the past. Like he's had a private life where he is, you know, had a partner and has been living, you know, mm-hmm. he has children and seems happy and everything. But publicly he had, he was closeted. He hadn't come out. Mm. And so in reaction to this role, he finally decides like to come out. Oh, that's good. Um, and then like the next day it gets canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so I just felt so bad. Like it seemed like, Oh, it's so brave. He's like, finally, after all these years, like coming out and there was this really great um, interview with him, like I think on EW and um, where he was sort of explaining, you know, why he hadn't. And sort of he felt like if he had, if he had, it would have like changed the roles he was offered. And blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah. And so, um, and so I just sort of felt terrible that he's finally like come out publicly and playing a character who is gay and he's really excited about it. Like he mm-hmm. seemed really excited about the role and then the show got canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was a really interesting role too, because I loved, he was working on the political campaign of like the main character and um, and he's got the secret wife, and it was just all, it was all like I was enjoying it, mm. um, and people were complaining about the show, saying it's had bad depiction of women, blah blah blah. Um, and I'm obviously very sensitive about that sort of thing, but um, I don't I didn't see it as anything worse than anything else on TV in terms of its depiction of women. Mm-hmm. I I thought, in fact, some of the characters depend on the character, like. Obviously, that was a time when people were sexist, um, and people still are, and that's reality. And I think what matters more is, like, do you create rich characters who are sort of interesting? And the the actress who played the bunny mother, there was, like, um, sort of the head bunny lady, Mm -hmm. and she was fabulous. Oh, my God, I loved her. And her whole character, I was very into her. And so um, I didn't, like, really like any of the other bunnies much. But I really liked her, and so I was ve- I was like already invested after just three episodes, like into her story. And now I'm really sad I don't get to find out what happens with her. Uh, because, um, she was really cool, and uh, I just really liked her. And and I think I sort of feel somewhat sort of attracted to that storyline because you know we have sort of our um, that our guilty pleasure. We both used to watch um, was that show we used to watch, Franny? With the oh bat- yeah. Uh, whatever that show was. Playboy on- Mansion. Yeah, the Playboy Mansion show. Mm-hmm. Um, we used to watch that show, and like, I they, they talked a lot about sort of the history of Playboy and and the way the bunnies are and how there's a special costume you have to do. You can only move certain ways in them. Mm-hmm. And I sort of had, um, and then there was that Mad Men episode where they went into the Playboy, um, where they went into the Playboy uh, club and and all that. And I I just I'm sort of interested by the whole thing. Like I think it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, and I. I wish that maybe they had done a better job of the sh- uh, creating the show. Cause I, I think I know why people weren't watching it. I think part of the problem was it was too edgy without being too, without being edgy at all. Like, like advertisers were dropping out of it because, um, they thought it was too risque. Right. And, um, they wouldn't f- show it in Utah because it's like more, uh, <laughs> Mormon or something like the Mormon church. Oh my God, have you been, I don't know. 
but basically, I, and so then you think, oh, well, it must be risque, but then it's not risque at all. Like, honestly, more skin is showed on a CW show, like Gossip Girl, than is on this show. Like, it's not very risque at all. Yeah. You know, like, the bunny costumes themselves, like, while they are very sexy, they're not that revealing. Yeah. Um, and... Like, I think the most risque thing that even happened in the whole pilot episode was one of the girls says penis. Mm. <laughs> like, honestly, like there was not even like a sex scene. Like, I mean, it was like it's it was very tame. And so I feel like it needed to either be more wild and maybe be on like a cable show, mm-hmm. like on a cable network, yeah. and kind of like true bloody or something, or else it needed to be. Like, that subject matter just wasn't going to work. Mm. I don't know. It just – something about it, I guess, just didn't work. People weren't into it. Um, so, yeah. And, I mean, I, 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 I'm i sympathetic to – I don't know. I, I don't really – I don't know. I, I guess maybe people might think I might not like a show like that, but I'm always interested in different ways. Because I think, you know, feminism – there's not one definition. The whole point of feminism is that women have choices and you can that you can do what you want, that you have choices. And so, like, I'm never going to criticize what some women choose to do with their life, you know. Yeah. Like, and so I don't get how people are like it's anti-woman to have Playboy bunnies, but I can see how obviously in that setting there are – there are um, – times where they're completely harassed and so and they actually deal with that like what the main character in the first episode is being sexually harassed and possibly attempted some guys attempting to rape her and she ends up killing him mm. so it's not like they're acting like this is a paradise and bad things don't happen mm-hmm. but it seemed like the critics thought that's how they were acting but that wasn't at all to me like i feel like the way the critics were talking about the show and how it actually was being per- being portrayed was not the like the same but I mean there was really dumb stuff like it wasn't maybe the best writing because there was like there were definitely dumb lines and dumb things that happened and I'm not trying to say it was like a work of art Mm -hmm. but I don't think it was any worse than like Desperate Housewives (laughs) in terms of its image of women like you know yeah I don't know but but yeah so goodbye rest in peace Playboy Club (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then the other new show that I checked out was Two Broke Girls on CBS. Um, and did you watch it? Um, no, but I saw previews, commercials for it. Yeah. So, like, I watched the pilot. Originally, I wasn't going to watch it or anything. But then people were saying good things about it. So I thought I would check it out. And I liked the pilot. I thought it was fun because the main actress, Kat Dennings, um, I love her. Yeah, she seemed. I kind of have a girl crush on her. She's, like, super cute. Um, the brunette one. Mm-hmm. But then the second episode was, like, not as good at all. And then the third episode was, like, horrible. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm just dropping it. I just – if it's getting worse, I, mm-hmm. I'm i not going to watch it. But I le- I want that actress to be in more things because mm-hmm. I love – I thought she was awesome. But there's just something about the show, I don't know, it just was rubbing me the wrong way mm. um, in terms of the types of jokes that I thought was funny, like poop jokes and race jokes and just all these things that I just, like, mm. it just was not <laughs> working for me. Yeah. Just, but I still have a girl crush on the main actress girl because she's adorable. Mm. Um, but the other girl was not as good, the rich girl. Mm. She was kind of like, whatever. But, yeah, so that was okay. I'm not going to watch it anymore. And then um, these other two shows I know you haven't seen, but 
there is my favorite, one of my favorite show, new shows is Homeland on Showtime. Did you see, see any of the things on my website about that show? Mm, about Homeland? Maybe. That's the one with Claire Danes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So she's going to be in the new show. Um, mm-hmm. So it's Claire Danes' new show. And I have to say, Homeland is amazing. Everybody should be watching it. I know you don't get Showtime right now for any, but um, maybe when it comes on DVD, you can, like, watch it all mm-hmm. because I watched the first three episodes because uh, they sent me the screeners. And I was like, oh, my God, I need the next, like, disc. Like, please mm-hmm. send it to me. Um, it's so good. It's kind of like um, a more nuanced and um, – a, a much more nuanced and sophisticated version of 24. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like it's exciting like that where yeah. it's got that thing, but it's like, you know, it's got a female protagonist and it's just like the moral and, and sort of political issues there are just much more, um, they're never trying to tell you what to think about anything. And it's very, it's much more gray. Everything's very like mm-hmm. complex and tricksy and you just like never know. It's kind of like a psychological thriller a bit. Like you don't know what's going on. And, um, Morena Baccarin from Firefly, you know, Anara. Yeah. She plays the wife of the soldier who returns home, um, and she is great. And in the, like, second and third episodes especially, she really gets a chance to shine and kind of, like, see her. And she's amazing in her in that role. So I was really excited to see her in, in a role that's, like, kind of layered. Because, you know, she was obviously great as, like, the evil um, alien queen and V and everything but that show wasn't that great and it was kind of a one note performance because she's just the evil queen Mm -hmm. but in this this show she's like a real person and you sort of see all these sides and there's this whole family drama going on that's like really complex and you don't know if um, Damien Lewis's character is a terrorist or not and there's just just this whole crazy thing it's so good Mm -hmm. Um, so I definitely think people should be watching that and um Another new show I've been watching, although it didn't come out, came out in the summer, but I feel like I haven't talked about it before, is Web Therapy. Um, and I wrote a post about it on my blog, but it's the it has Phoebe from Friends. Oh, okay. And yeah, I remember you talking about it. so funny. I just love her. And you can actually, everybody could watch the webisodes for free online if you just Google it, Web Therapy. Like, um, the sponsor for the webisodes is Lexus, so you can just watch it for free, and there's like a Lexus ad or something. Um and so you can watch all the webisodes, but then they decided to create a television show from the webisodes. So, um, like it was, sorry, not webisodes, but like web, web series, it's like a web series. Um, then they cast, um, Victor Garber from Alias, you know, the, oh, the, yeah, the Alias, as her husband, he wasn't in the web series, but in the television show, he's he's added to the show as her husband. So there's this whole added drama. So like a lot of the stories are the same stories as the web series, but then there's a whole another layer because there's this family dynamic that goes on. Mm. And like she has guest stars come in, like um, um, uh, Courtney Cox, um, you know Monica from Friends comes comes in, and um, in one of the web web series episodes, they even get. Um, Who's the, like, most famous actress who wins all the Oscars? Um, and oh. Mom loves- I and can't think the- of her name. But, yeah, that one who everyone thinks is the best actress ever. Um, even she came in. Uh, I can't believe I'm blanking on her name. <laughs> you know, the evil boss in uh, Devil Wears Prada. Oh, her. her. Yeah. What is her name? Um... 
having a brain loss. Anyways, everybody knows who we're talking about, and they're yelling at their iPods right now. (laughs) Blah, blah, blah is. You're the dumbest people ever. Um, It's okay. So, um... So yeah, there's it's a fun little show. I, I like it. I think it's hilarious. I don't know something about the way that, um, the way that she plays, um, like this terrible therapist is just so amazing. Like it's like she's like the worst therapist ever. But you're just like, this is hilarious. I don't know something about it is hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, anyways. Um, and then we have The Lion Game, because we haven't been able to talk about that yet. It premiered this summer, but it's had, so it's had like a lot of episodes. So it's not brand new, but we haven't talked about it at all. So what are you thinking of the twin show that does not have Sarah Michelle Gellar in it? <laughs> I really like it. I think it's really fun and, um, interesting. And there's still like questions that you have, you know, um, about Annie. And so I think it's, I like it. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's just it's just a super fun teen soapy show. I like. I'm loving it. Um, the mysteries are really interesting about who the mom is. Do you have any theories about sort of? We we know Annie Hobbs is the mom, and we know that she is the sister of mm-hmm. Char's mom. Yeah. So that make you know what's so funny is that makes Sutton and Emma Char's cousin. Oh yeah. Funny that she's not saying anything about that or like caring about that aspect. Like they know Annie Hobbs is the mom at this point. Yeah. Sutton's not like, oh my god, Shar's my cousin. Yeah. Huh. Here, Weird. Char. Um, <laughs> poor Shar. Um, so yeah, like they're related. And but do you have a theory about who the dad is? Do you think it might be evil Nathan Petrelli? Um. Or her her adopted dad might be actually the biological dad. Yeah, it's, like, just so weird how they do it. Like, I can't tell, really. Like, I feel like the the lawyer guy is definitely the one that's trying to keep the secret the most and putting all the effort into it, which makes me think, is it his daughter? Right. But um, but then again, he's constantly talking to the other guy about how they decided together and they made a choice. Yeah. Um, and it's so, interesting how we um, – did you watch the episode last night? Yeah, was, I watched it today, I think. Yeah, me too. Um, I just watched it today, and I thought it was interesting that the mom doesn't know uh, about it. Yeah. Just totally in the dark. Kristen. Um, That's the the they, reason – okay, so when they went to that place and the, one of the, the guy they ran into, an old guy that he used to know, and he was talking to um, – Sutton and Emma's dad, and he said, oh, something, Annie, as if the, the, the dad used to date Annie. Yeah, it so did that, seem like that. It yeah. seemed like she had a romantic relationship, and you and you see the picture with the three of them together, and you're like... Who was she with? What yeah. kind of threesome is going on here? Which one was she dating? I you feel know, like, like something <laughs> happened where like they were both with her or something. I don't know. And, and, and the sister says, um, you know, she made bad decisions, and then she was like used people, people yeah her and you kind of wonder what happened um and clearly she became mentally unstable at some point but i can't believe they lied to her about her kids dying like why would they do that that's so evil because they they want she the kids she killed something. her daughter she thinks she killed yeah, yeah. so they're clearly bad and like i just wonder how much does sutton's adopted dad actually know like is he in it as deep 
with because the one who's making all the phone calls to the mental asylum yeah was um you know the lawyer uh i keep on calling him nathan petrelli <laughs> oh, i don't know what his actual name is what's his actual name on the show i don't know you know i just all i think of him is nathan petrelli yeah um, he looks exactly <laughs> the same heroes uh reference in case people don't know um and so i wonder if Sutton's dad actually, maybe he doesn't know the whole part of the story. Perhaps. I think he or, does. I don't know. He knows about her being. I think he knows, but I think there's something where if they tell, something happens or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's interesting. I mean, it's, it's definitely so different from the books. So, like, if you're expecting to feel like the books, don't. It's nothing like it. Like, this is so different. Um, <laughs> but I think it's. I loved the books. Like, I read the first two because those are the ones that are released right now. Um, but this is, like, a totally different vibe that's mm-hmm. going on in the show. Um, and I really like it. Like, I kind of am glad it's different because there's a mystery going on in the first in the books. And then there's Mr. Gong in here. And they're totally different mysteries. And that way sure. I don't know the answer. Like, I have no idea. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't know what the answer is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like that I don't know at all like i have no knowledge the reading the books did not help me to know <laughs> what's mm-hmm. going on oh and then in the latest episode it was kind of fun to see um becky from friday night light yeah <laughs> um, and i love that she figured out that sutton was sutton yeah after just one second and then like, like all the other friends don't know nobody can tell that emma is emma and you're just like I know. Hmm, okay <laughs> like i just keep expecting like people have got to know especially laurel i feel like laurel should know yeah. Because that's, like, her sister. I think that um, it's the fact that she's acting so much nicer to them that it's, like, it's almost, like... What it is. It's, like, wish fulfillment. Yeah, they're it's, like, like they don't want to say something's talk. wrong with that. They're, they're, yeah, they're so happy. <laughs> Which I feel okay. bad. It's, like, Jinx Sutton anything. is just the worst. Like, nobody wants Sutton to be in their life. <laughs> Um, which is why, like, Sutton writes that evil letter, like, <gasps> she's taking over my whole life. But it's, like, uh... Girl, you told you made her take over your I life know. and pitched at her every day about how she needs to act more like you. And yeah. then it's not like anyone's stopping her from going home. She could go home anytime. Yeah, she's being she, a crazy person. Like, she is completely... She's, she's mad about the boyfriend thing. She's mad about Ethan, which who wouldn't be? I mean, come on, Ethan. Oh my God. <laughs> so cute. Um, it's not like she doesn't... I don't have to feel guilty either. Enough enough guys, not though. really in high school, that actor, for sure. Um, <laughs> oh my God, so cute. Um I love Ethan for sure. I'm, but I feel I do feel bad for Sutton when he's just like, yeah, I like Emma so much better. Like right away, because <laughs> like, yeah. like, he is the one who figures it out at least. You know, yeah. just at least one person. And it's like it only takes him a few episodes before he decides he wants to trade in Sutton for the new for this other girl because <laughs> she's way better. It's like, oh, she looks like you, but she doesn't suck. <laughs> like Vampire Diaries. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sutton is the Elena. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, Emma is the Elena to Sutton's Catherine. <laughs> um, they're like, oh, this this version's not evil. yeah. Her better. Now that I met you, I don't know what I was thinking before. <laughs> thinking about that other crazy bitch. Um, so yeah, uh, there's that whole thing going on. And then, oh my gosh, I am suspecting some kind of crazy thing going on with Justin. So you know, Laurel the blonde sister is dating this boy she's so in love with. Um, and he's got like some secret photo album. Yeah. And a lot like, Oh my God. I think he targeted her for a reason. What like, was, he has what was it? What was in his photo family. album? He had a picture of the family or something. 
yeah, like he was like keeping. Tra- tra- it's been a while since I watched that episode, but it's like he was keeping track of them or something. Yeah, I don't know. Like, what if they're his parents? What if this is some kind of incest thing going on? I'm a little worried. No, worried. No, I mean, yeah. So buddy buddy with the dad, as if like his is his dad. Why? Does no, he- he's not buddy buddy with him. He thinks the dad is bad. What? Oh, okay, so maybe the dad. What if he is Sutton's brother? Do you think that Annie I could think have he's something Annie could have had another kid and he's trying to get revenge on Annie. Maybe Annie. maybe it's like something where his, the, his parents died. His death it was the link because of linked it was linked somebody. whatever Annie did with the boys. Maybe there was some kind of thing that happened. Yeah. With the three of them, they did something bad. Yeah. And it, it hurt his parents. Yeah. So he's thin. Something like. Yeah, I just hope poor Laurel doesn't get hurt because she seems very sweet. I mean, yeah. clearly a little bit naive, but um, yeah, you know. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm a little worried Justin's gonna start showing his evilness soon. I don't know. Well, I was kind of um, nervous about that when they showed the preview for when he said, "Do you know what curiosity did to the cat?" But then when you watched it in the episode, he didn't say anything. Either. Yeah, it's like it's like they keep on hinting that maybe you go that way, but they're not. But they're when not you watch the actual episode, way. he's like totally sweet and normal the whole time. And you're like, wait, what are you doing to me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, there's something going on. There's, so it, 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 it's definitely a fun show. It's, I'm liking it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, and Emma gets to wear lots of cute clothes being Sutton. Yeah, outfits every second. <laughs> and and the actress is cute. I like her a lot better than when she's um, Emma because Sutton is just so horrible. Um, and normally I like the Mean Girl. I don't know why I don't like the Mean Girl this time. Although I sort of liked her a little bit more in this latest episode because she got to be mean to the foster mother who was so awful. Yeah, it's kind of fun. And then it was nice when she and um, Becky kind of um, bonded at the end. Yeah. She kind of like had some connection there, so um, so that was good. Oh my gosh! You know what I just remembered? There's another new show I'm watching, which is a reality show, which is shocking because I never watch reality shows. But I um, remember that dirty soap show I was telling you. Oh about? yeah, watching it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's talk. This is this is this new um, celeb reality show on E called Dirty Soap, which I have like a secret um, addiction to soap operas. Um, although I'm way behind on everything because I don't really watch them anymore right now because there's too many other shows on but I sort of what's great is all the actresses on this show except for Kelly Monaco were all on Days of Our Lives when we used to watch yeah yeah Days of Our Lives religiously like in 1999 2000 2001 back in the day when we were in undergrad and um, so Farrah Fath and Kirsten Storms and um now, uh, what? What's the other actress's name? Natalie Natalia Bor. Oh, oh, oh. Chloe on Days of Our yeah. Lives. Yeah. Um, Natasha. Natasha? No, Natalie. I think it's Natalie. I think it's Natasha. Natasha. Natasha Bjorn. <laughs> I'm gonna look her up so we don't embarrass ourselves. Natasha Bjorn. <laughs> um, <laughs> remember, she was goth girl. Uh, back in the day on Days of Our Lives, remember she was like the geek, and then she had turned out she had an amazing opera voice. And I remember her whole story. Like I loved her whole storyline back mm-hmm. on Days of Our Lives. Like we were so obsessed with her. Um, but now, supposedly, she like turned was like a prostitute. Poor girl, she had and... to play, like, her character got turned into a prostitute. I mean, I don't know what 
And you know, the guy she used to be with got turned into a drug addict. Okay, Nadia. Oh, Nadia. Nadia. What did I say? Natasha. Okay. I was... So you're both wrong. I said Natalie. You <laughs> said Natasha. Um, Nadia. Nadia. So I love her. She's so pretty. Um, yeah. And, and so it was so funny that these three girls who had been teenagers together on Days of Our Lives, like they were playing teenagers at least when we used to watch, are now all of this reality show. Yeah. <laughs> and Kelly Monica's in it too. And Ke- I watch uh, General Hospital now, and she plays Sam in General Hospital. Um, and... Uh, Kirsten Storms is now on General Hospital. She plays um, Maxie on General Hospital, so that's how she and uh, how she and Kelly are now like best friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the boys, we've got the guy who used to be Luis on Passions. Um, who? Okay, I never thought he was cute on the shows, but in the real life, I think he's so cute. <laughs> I think he's so, yeah, so adorable. He, yeah, so he, on, now he's on. Uh, now that he's on Days of Our Lives. He makes out with Sammy Brady all the time. He's married to Sammy Brady. Oh, no. Yes, Sammy Brady. But you know I love Sammy. Why are you trying to be mean? I like Sammy. Francesca, remember? I've always loved Sammy. Ugh, I hate Sammy. I love crazy. Sammy Brady, and I'm not ashamed. Um, She's a crazy person. <laughs> She's misunderstood, Francesca. How come we never saw her at the goodbye parties and stuff? I know. I'm like, why isn't she there? Hmm. I don't know. The wife is too jealous of her. Um, and I, I like his wife, though. She's pretty. Um, I think his wife's really sweet, but I feel bad for her because he's, he's like, really bit, outgoing and stuff. Yeah. She was a little bit better in the latest episode. Did you watch the third episode yet? Yeah. There, okay. Like, I felt like she kind of, it seemed like she was a little more at ease by the end of the thing. Like, she was way too addicted to calling her kids every second. Yeah. And then by the end of the night, she kind of seemed like she was Fine. kind of calmed down a bit yeah. about it. Her kids are so cute, though. They are really cute. <laughs> They're always the youngest ones, always yelling about the dog. It's a great mom who's like so loves them so much. Um, so yeah, yeah, they are cute. Um, and they're very like light haired and everything. They don't yeah. really have like their dad's coloring, which is interesting. Oh, very strange. He's got, yeah, it was funny because back when he used to be Luis on Passions, yeah, I never thought he was cute either because I don't know, maybe he was, he was too supposed old to be like, oh, this. Character like oh, he was dating Sheridan. And I hated Sheridan, so I thought he was really boring. Like all that Sheridan Louis stuff was so boring. Yeah, I didn't think you. I was I, all about Teresa. Yeah, but he's like so cute in real life. Well, this was really what I was about on, <laughs> on Passions over Fox. Oh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we used to watch Passions, and so he was on that, and and uh, yeah. So he in, in real life he seems cuter. Uh, yeah. And then the other people, the other guy on it, um, who is uh, Nadia's boyfriend, mm-hmm. the guy who's Nadia's boyfriend, Brandon Beamer. Do you remember him on Days? Oh, he's on Days. Okay. Well, he's not now. Now he's on Bold and the Beautiful. Um, that's what his starring in, which I don't watch. I've never seen it. But um, he was new Sean. When you know how the main Sean that we used to love. Yeah the show when the blonde girl left too like Kirsten Storms left yeah left right and then when Sean came back Brandon Beamer was new Sean oh I never saw new Sean I only saw old Sean so at some point Brandon Beamer was Sean and I'm really disliking him because I liked old Sean yeah it's like when the character comes in yeah there's just something about him I don't like because I'm like you're not Sean I know (laughs) always so creepy when they do that yeah so I'm like oh I don't I don't like him but I'm, he's growing on me. 
But I think it's hilarious how the mom hates him. I know. Like, just like totally outwardly. Up, yeah. Like, you're not good enough for my daughter. Yeah. <laughs> the daughter doesn't seem to take it to heart, though. So. Yeah, although I did, you know, you could tell she is not the kind of girl um, who you buy an iPad for uh, for a birthday. <laughs> like, a girl, that is the kind of girl you have to buy jewelry for. Like, she seems very old-fashioned traditional about the kind of the gifts she likes. Yeah, she didn't like even pretend to like it. Yeah, she just looked on her face like <laughs> this. Like, it was if he gave her, like, a piece of trash. Yeah, like, she was so disgusted. There, and she's just like, oh, um, yeah. yeah. And I'm sorry you wasted $500 on me because that's... Yeah. Um, I think that the, what she probably thinks is... You know, <laughs> it's just it's personal. Or yeah, anything. like, she I could... It's not about money. She could buy that for herself easily. Yeah. That's true. There was no, no picking out or, yeah, no, like. And for some people, that would be thoughtful because some people would really love gadgets and love those kinds of things. But yeah. she's not that kind of girl. Yeah. Like, she's not the kind of girl who's like, gets excited about geeky things, I don't think at all. Yeah. <laughs> she's a little more, um, and so it was good that he thought of the whole Napa or whatever, wherever they end up going, mm-hmm. the wine country, um, and did that whole plane ride and all that. And she was like, happy about it. Yeah. Um, but it was funny how she tried to be like, make it his fault that they forgot the, um, yeah, because I'm like, okay, <laughs> we watched it. We, we, we saw the whole thing. Now I do stand by the fact that he did rush her. And so I do blame him for rushing her. Like it's her birthday. Don't rush her. And you yeah. Rush her, he didn't give her like, like a lot of time to pack. So he was like stressing her out, but he, she clearly had already zipped up the suitcase and said, will you grab my suitcase? Baby? Yeah. And like, like, she was the last one in the room. We saw him take he just totally makes it his fault. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then we have to talk about the whole frenemy situation with um, Belle and Mimi. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell what's going on there. Yeah. I mean, and although it is really hilarious that Farrah Fath, um, it, she's now, or she was, her character got killed off, but she's on One Life to Live. So I've been watching her for the past couple of years on One Life to Live, and her character and the guy she dates in real life um, were were married. Well, they didn't actually end up getting married because she died before she got married. Mm, but they were together um, on the show? They were together on the show, and they have a kid together. They oh, were like okay. high school sweethearts. I so, don't like her lip job thing. I hate the way yeah, that looks. I don't know why people do that whole lip it thing. It just looks so bad to me. Although I do think she always had naturally, like, thick lips, but I think she did something. Yeah, she, but the way they're shaped now, how they're fatter on the sides than in the center. Thing it's that, a total it's lip term. job thing. Yeah. yeah and like, I don't think it's attractive. It's lip thing that L.A. Yeah. girls do or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but this is my um, thing about her is she's clearly, like, such a drama queen. Yeah. And I love how she, like, goes to her friends and she's like, I mean, I am no drama at all. And they all, like, agree with her. Just, like, rolling my eyes, like, oh, my God, you're the biggest drama queen. Uh, I know. And then she starts talking about the valley and, like, Everybody bringing up. Along with everybody. It's like she's clearly such a bitch and such she's, drama like, starting queen. all sorts of drama. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's cracking me up that all the boys are just nodding, like, nodding along with they her. They just when- love her. They just totally would wor- they worship her anything she says. But I think it's so stupid that I'm, like, Really? You really think that Kirsten Storm said that about you? Like, there's no way she did. And if she did, he's your boyfriend. You don't have anything to worry about. Move on from that comment. Yeah, there's clearly more to it. Like, yeah, it's so weird. To whatever. I don't really understand their whole falling out. But 
It's too bad because I remember when Belle and Mimi were best friends. Yeah. Back on Days of Our Lives. I feel bad because it seems like Farah still is very emotional about it. Yeah. And it seems like Kirsten isn't, but maybe she's like hiding something. Later, Kirsten got a little bit more emotional about it later, but she wasn't in public at all emotional. And then later, when she was like talking about it to the camera, although maybe that was acting. <laughs> and, and she has one of those wavery voices where she always sounds like she's going to cry. Have you noticed yeah, that? She does have a little bit of a. She sounds like she's very nervous all the time when she talks. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Have I told you that? Okay, she, her character on General Hospital is actually the best part of the whole show um, because she is kind of like a Cordelia Chase. Like she's a total like she like early Cordelia Chase kind of mm-hmm. type. So she's always like saying she's never tactful and always telling everybody exactly what she thinks and. <laughs> totally all about fashion and is kind of a bitch. Um, but then secretly underneath, obviously like a good person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really love, love her character, which makes me sort of biased towards her. But at the same time, like I can see why maybe like I can see the drama there. Yeah. I can see the, yeah. But I'm sort of biased towards team Kirsten just because I just love Maxie. <laughs> On General Hospital, <laughs> and I think it's really cute that she's best friends with the girl who plays Sam because they're good friends on the show as well. They're like um, uh, really good friends on the show, and it's just mm. kind of cute. But I guess that's kind of her thing. I guess all these soap stars they all just date each other, yeah, and become friends with each other in the family like all day. Yeah, it's like who they're around all day. Because I, I would assume probably Chloe, not Chloe, Nadia, and Brandon probably met on days since he came in on days. Yeah, yeah. And but maybe not. Maybe they met at a party with other soap stars. Who knows? So, um, yeah. Which is probably why it's hard for for um, Gallen. Gallen's um, is that how you pronounce his name? How does he Galen. Galen. Sorry, Galen's wife. When that's sort of the thing that goes on, and she's not working in soap, so yeah, she doesn't. She's not there. Um, you know, and whatever. there's like that one young girl that kept trying to talk to him. Oh yeah, that would annoy me. She's from Days of Our Lives, and she plays. You know what's so funny? She is Chloe's stepdaughter on Days of Our Lives. Oh weird. It's married to her dad, um, on Days, and so and they, but they, but they're also rivals because remember Philip? Remember how Philip and Chloe used to be true loves back in the day? Mm-hmm. Remember Philip was the rich one. He was the son of Victor. Kind of. So Philip and Chloe kind of had like a, a affair and she got pregnant and Philip had been dating the redhead stepdaughter. Mm-hmm. So there's like a whole weird thing going on with that girl. Mm-hmm. And that storyline. Also, I think she was like a former prostitute. I don't know. It's all very, you know, soap operas. Yeah. And Days of Our Lives is one of the craziest ones. So the storylines get yeah. like more insane on Days than like any other show. Um like, remember the alien twins? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gosh. There was, like, so many crazy storylines. Um, they turned out to not be aliens, but still. Hmm. They ended up being, it was just as bad because they ended up being um, brainwashed. Oh, like, yeah. Cloned or something. Yeah. <laughs> Manufactured in a lab or something. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? So, anyways, for those who are, you know, soap addicts, they might enjoy this little fun show. And next week looks exciting, um, like even more exciting drama. So we will see. Yes. Yes. Um, anything else that uh, you want to talk about TV-wise? No. 
Okay. So I guess we'll wrap up because uh, I think we've gone on long enough, and hopefully we'll be able to talk again about some of the returning shows and what we're thinking about them. Um, so thank you guys so much for listening, and if you want to give us any feedback, uh, we're in the iTunes store. You can review us. We also, uh, my email is herointv at gmail.com, and that's heroin with an E. And you can check out the website, uh, www.herointv.com. And, um, okay. Until next time. Okay, until next time. Thanks.